Hey, thanks for coming back. Now, as I was saying, we wanted to look at this next part of the article. I mean, we can go through this whole thing, but it's going to take... It's a bit long-winded. It really is. But let's just really quick take a, a, a quick view of this. Because what she's saying is you have 19 women that are sitting around talking about their bodies and trying to find a, um, a body-positive image of themselves. And But there's a 20th person that's in this circle who's transgender and hasn't had their surgery. And that they should be treated with the same respect that the other 19 are. Now, I thought about this and I really, really did not like the way it was posed. I didn't like the way she wrote about it. And when it came down to it, yes, you can go to these spaces. But you should not, and you should never expect that you're going to be treated the same way as every other woman in there. Because you're just not going to happen. You were born different. Accept it. And move on. But don't try to force someone to think differently of you because you're just going in there. My problem with people that are for the lack of a better word, but TERFs, is they're all about these are women's spaces. But if there was a men's only club, they'd be some of the first people to try and break down the door and demand that women could go in there. And it's a bit hypo, hypo, hypocritical. You cannot say that you should have women's spaces but no men's spaces. It really is kind of hypocritical. And my problem with the writer is this question shouldn't even be faced. It's it's not like you have women's retreats every five seconds where they sit around in a circle and they touch each other. They don't do that. You might have a, a select few that do that, but I've never met. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to go there. And I'm not going to waste my time trying to respond to this because it just blew my mind how absolutely stupid this part was. Yes, the trans woman could be there. But you cannot expect them to treat you the same way that they are treating each other in that circle. You know, it just, the whole premise of this thought just kind of goes right out. I'm mind blown. But if you went to like a, um, a women's group that wasn't doing what this is talking about, and they were learning to sew, or they were, you know, learning to do other things as a organization of women... Yeah, you'd probably be welcome just the same as anybody else. But don't sit there and expect that if they're going to have a conversation about menstruation, you have a right to answer or even to really, you could be there, but it would make you feel uncomfortable because you don't belong there. You don't have that ability. You've never had that ability. 
But at the same time, there are women who are born without things above the cervix. Okay? And they have never had a period. Or they don't have ovaries. Or something else is wrong. And it doesn't change the fact either. So they've maybe, they might even be just kind of out on it as well going, I don't understand. And then there's women who have no problem with their period whatsoever. They just go, yep, period's here, done, out. And then there's women that have got every problem you can imagine under the sun with their period. The difference is, is most men don't look into this stuff. They don't listen to this stuff. But at the same time, a lot of trans people don't look into this either. and They don't investigate it. They don't understand it. So if you're going to sit there and talk about it, you may just be completely fucking lost. And if you dare speak spoke up about it, you'd probably be shot down or given some looks that just weren't really appropriate that you shouldn't be talking. And probably you'd be made felt that you didn't belong in the in this group anyhow because you didn't you weren't born like that. And that's, you know, that comes to the facilitator's issue. But I think that I, I really, really don't want to go much further into this. I just sort of felt that as I kept going, it was. It was an attack and it was beautifully worded as an attack. It was done so in such a way that. You might felt that it was meant to uplift and bring a positive image to being trans, but it just really wasn't. And I, I really, I cannot see it. I can't see it at all. And all I can see is that this person just did create another burden for our society to wear. And it's almost as a uh, a way of saying, poor me, poor me. I deserve to be in every place, everywhere. And you'll take me as a trans woman, equal as a woman. And it's not possible. The evidence shows that our brains are built differently. It's out there. But at the same time, you weren't born that way. You were born into a physical body, which is a male's body. Your brain, on the other hand, through either through the luck of the draw or through whatever, or even through medical intervention, you have been stuck with what you've got. And it's not fair to you. And I get that. I understand that. But don't force someone out there. To accept it. And that's what you're trying to do with this article. In fact, it, it really came down to it where I looked at it. What This doesn't achieve anything except to say, poor me. And as, as you went further down in the article, she once again comes back to this whole thing of, we need your solidarity. We need your kindness. We need your humility. But you're not trying to be humble in any way, shape, or form. You're not trying to be kind. You're trying to shove your thoughts, ideas, 
and everything down everyone else's throats with no consideration for their kindness. You're not being kind towards them. You're not offering anything other than this is the way it has to be. And if you don't agree with me, then you're a horrible individual. Look, I get it. It's difficult to be trans. It really is. There are moments where I feel uncomfortable in certain spaces. I have a real hard time uh, using restrooms. I always have. It doesn't matter if it's men or women's. I, I just don't use public restrooms. I will turn myself yellow before I'll do it. And then I have, like, I have women that are close friends who will stand by my door to protect and make sure that I'm safe. And they'll wait until it's my, everybody's done. We go out, we wash our hands, we get the hell out. They're happy to help. You know, and they'll, 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 kind of be like my my bodyguard and that's okay too and I respect them and I appreciate them but like I said it's still uncomfortable for me and that's mainly an, a body issue it wouldn't have mattered if I had a penis or didn't have a penis I really have a problem with public restrooms and you come to this whole thing trying to think that Every person out there who's trans has to be accepted. They don't. There's a lot of men out there that I think should be beaten within an inch of their lives. I don't accept them for being who they are. They're horrible individuals. There's women out there that are the same way. The only difference here is we're talking about a physical manifestation. And, we're, and you're talking about people needing to accept that manifestation. It's okay if you don't like me. I just don't have to associate with you. If you don't like me, don't associate with me. I have people that I meet all the time that I have a huge amount of respect for. They've earned it. And this, by what you're saying, the writer... You're not asking for people to respect you because you've earned it. You're asking, you're demanding that respect because you think you're due it. And that's not true either. No one is due respect. You must earn it. It's that simple. But like I said, I really didn't want to keep this too much longer because it, it, the longer we go into this, I think the more that we we look at this and tear it apart and say that it really is a horrible thing. And I think that if anybody does read it, they're going to be a tad bit um, insulted by the way that they're being treated. It is difficult being trans. It's difficult to wake up and try and figure out what life is going to hold for you every day. You never feel accepted in any side. You know, you can get a you can get um, breast augmentation. You can get your surgery done. You can get everything you want, but still never be fully able to accept yourself in certain situations. And that's a very difficult path to walk.
very difficult to walk in any way, shape, or form. But like I said, I wanted you I wanted to bring this up to your attention. I wanted you to have a look at it through my eyes. I am going to include the link down below. Um because I don't think it's fair for me to sit here and tell you my response without giving you a chance to read it yourself. Um, but I, th I really, I really must say that if you're going to walk away from this with a with an image that every trans person out there is demanding that you accept them for who they are, you're going to be sadly mistaken. Because I don't care if you accept me or not. What I care about is that my three kids accept me. What I care about is my community looks at me like I'm a good person. If you can view me as a good person, then we'll worry about everything else after that. I want to be worth my salt. Because that's what I ask of others. If you want to be around me, be worth your salt. Don't play games with my emotions. Don't play games with my affections. Don't lie to me. Don't abuse my friendship. That is where I come from. That is where I'm at. I try not to build these crosses and these burdens that people create and then say, woe is me, that why doesn't it, isn't it fair? Because it's not fair. The world isn't fair. You don't just have to be trans to realize that the world is not fair. Yeah, it sucks that I can't get a job because every time I go in for an interview, the first thing that happens, and I can see it within minutes, is their looks on their faces that I'm trans. And they don't know how that's going to fit in with them. Or even if they have their own personal agenda. I'm used to that. It sucks. It's really horrible to feel these things but I digress and we need to just move on from it so if you need to see someone and you're in the Launceston area please once again I will plug my friend at uh, Attitude Counseling and give her a jingle she's really good at what she does she cares for people and she's got a level head She's at 0499-184-088. And, you know, tell her I sent you. Say, Allie sent me. Next, if you need help right now, you can't get a hold of my friend at Attitude Counseling, take the time. Pick up the phone. Call Men's Line, Lifeline, Christline. Oh, Q-Life. There are just a huge amount of places out there that will help you. And if you're a man, please, 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 please don't be so scared as to not call. Every single person out there is worth it. Every single person I want you to be around. And I don't care if you don't like me, but I still want you around. Thank you very much for taking the time today. I've enjoyed having you with me. And just remember, I'm a translator. <laughs> or I could be late and I'll still be translator.
I'll be there later. Ah! <laughs> Matt, you're a dag. Um, <laughs> but thank you once again. Have a lovely day. Take good care of yourself. And remember, this is the silly season. Why not have some fun? Bye now. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Being Trans. Um, there's a, I want to talk a little bit about an article that came across my desk um, a few days ago. And I've tried. The reason this pod is, podcast is a little late getting out is because I've been working with Reaper and trying to figure out how to do this. And also at the same time, trying to figure out how I can... Ex, uh, respond to this person's article. But I want to start off with a little bit of levity. Something to make you smile. I'm a very open person who's trans. I'm okay with being called transgender. I have no problem with being called trans either. I'm happy with it. I don't deny the science. I don't deny the facts. I don't deny anything when it comes to who I am and how I got here. I like to call it a nature's little fuck-up. Now, it doesn't mean that you're a fuck-up if you're trans. It just means that nature's screwed up somewhere. Now... In this little twist of a funny event, I was lucky enough to be part of a, a group that a f my friend who has attitude counseling has set up to try and help people. And I was invited to it, and, and I am perfectly okay with who I am. I no longer have the battles that a lot of people have with their identity and with their life. And I'm very, very blessed to be that way. And a lot of it has to deal with I listened to the right people, I investigated, and I took the time to understand what being trans was all about and why I am this way. And when I was talking to my friend, she said, you know what I like about you? And I went, uh-oh, here comes issue. That you have a very unique way of looking at being trans. And I think more people should take a look at it. What a lovely way to say that. It was such an uplifting moment. And I felt so cared about. And so important is a good word for it. And I was just really over the moon with what she said. When I walked away, I didn't feel down. I felt really good. Yesterday, I was at my kid's jiu-jitsu club. And we go there for about 13 hours a week. And we are treated with the utmost kindness. 
People know I'm trans. I do not hide it. I do not fake it. I do not go, I am this or I am that. I am just me. Take me as I am. And if you don't like it, go piss off because I don't give a damn. But I always get the same respect that I give others. And in the middle of the class, my friend who's sitting next to me turns to me and says, Hey, Allie. I got a question. Wait, yeah. And he's like, you know a lot about signing exact English and ASL. And I said, yeah. And he goes, and you know how to speak conversational um, Spanish? And I went, yeah, I'm working on it. I, I sometimes screw it up, but yeah. And he, he he's like, you're working on Ausland, and, and, and you're just, you don't stop with other languages and I'm always impressed by that. And I went, yeah, thank you. And he went, so in some ways you're a translator because you can translate what people are saying to other people and you can get by with it. And I went, yeah, in certain parts. Yeah. Sometimes I may not have a clue, but I'll ask after for clarification of what they're saying. And yeah, I can survive it. And he's like, so, and you're trans. And I went, yeah, I'm glad we understand this. And he goes, trans hyphen later, translator. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, boom, boom, gotcha, funny. I had a good laugh. He had a good laugh. And to me, that was funny. It was something that I could understand. And then I went and I, I said, you know, I really am. I really try to be because I have my blog that I try to tell people what it's like being me and then i have my podcast where i try to express not only to the trans community how to exist in the world a little bit better but i also work with those who are trying to understand what the hell's going on and then i top it all off with i go and uh speak to doctors and nurses about what it's like being trans and then i go to you know the Human Library Project, and I do the same thing there, and I think it's, oh, it's just, you know, and you're right, translator. So, da-ha-ha, and, and, you know, cue drum, cue drum joke, da-da, and, and I thought it was great, and I was like, woo, this feels good. So, I want to sit down and use that ability, and I'm going to use what Matt said. So, this is for you, Matt. Thanks for being a good friend. Translator. <laughs> I'm still laughing about it. It's funny. I came across this article. Now, this is where I was going to go with this whole thing. It's going to be a little bit longer of a post this time. And I'm sorry. I do try to keep it about a half hour, but sometimes we do go over. The article came across my Facebook, and it was sent to me through um, a transgender uh, Facebook group that tries to create a positive image. And I think they really, really missed the point and the mark this time by posting this and saying it was something we needed to read. But I took a read and... I, I 
immediately was turned off by the 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 headline. The author wrote, "What do we do about women with a penis?" And I was like, "Oh, really? Really? Oh, crap! 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 This is gonna be a nightmare." And it said the penis and women's spaces, the cotton ceiling, and the definition of womanhood. I have got seven kids. I've been married a few times to women. The women I have ever been with do not have a definition for womanhood. I, as a parent with daughters, don't have a definition for womanhood. What I do have is a definition for good people, because I also don't have a definition for men or manhood. I can give you a terminology out of a dictionary, but I can't give you a real world, real view of an everyday answer to womanhood, manhood, or transhood if you want to use that, because it doesn't exist. A woman is not a woman. She's created. She's a girl that was born, a genetic female, and she becomes a woman by her actions. Same thing goes with a man. A man is not born. He is created. He's created by the way and the means of what he says and does and how he interacts with those around him. See how that goes? That's what determines who you are as a person. It's not defined by just your gender. So this was my first immediate thought of this. I was really quite shocked at how she wrote this. And one of the things that I, I, I see all too often in Every single um, article that, that a lot of people are putting out nowadays, and they're not necessarily snowflakes, because I'm not calling anybody a snowflake. I only, you know, if you've taken the time and done your research and look, then we might have a, um, a common ground to look. And if you haven't, and then you start whinging like this person is, you know, we may start pointing at you and saying you're a bit of a snowflake on this. But I'm not saying this is. What I am saying is, in the first part, first paragraph, she talks about people talking about spinach in their teeth. Which is like, it's a metaphor of looking at somebody going, you've got spinach in your teeth. You know, and scraping your teeth. When you didn't realize the whole time your mouth was covered in spinach too. Or as when I was growing up, my parents always, when my, well, not my parents, I always heard it. Never point a finger at somebody because three are pointing back at you. I don't really remember where I got that. And it always stuck with me. I want to say my parents, but not but my parents. But it's very true. Don't point a finger at somebody unless you look at yours. Because, surprising enough, you got three pointed right back at you by yourself. Never say that somebody is a horrible person without making sure that your lot is clean, too. 
even if you're a Christian. We can come back to what Jesus said as a Christian. Let the, he who has committed no sin be the first to cast the stone. And yeah, how many of them picked up the stone? None of them. So, but instead of, she, she originally starts to tell people that she didn't want to do this. She, she found that most of the other ones out there are doing the pointing of the finger. And she says, I'm not a better human than anybody else. I'm not. Or I'm not here to make anyone feel defensive. And I thought to myself, okay, this is a great start. I don't like your heading, but I like this. You're, you're trying to say we're just going to have a review of this. And we're going to look at what it's like to be trans and be out and be in either the male or the female community as a trans person. But we come to this, and, and I was really, I, I read the first three paragraphs, and I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's interesting. I like that. All right. But in her final paragraph, she says, we're all living through times of great social change. And we're all learning. Let's all practice humility, solidarity, and acceptance. Let's learn from one another. Wow, that was a great way to end it. And I thought that was that was really intelligently put. I was really pleased. And I thought maybe I'm judging this article a little bit too harsh. But then the shoe dropped. You cannot ask people to practice humility, humility, solidarity, and acceptance in one paragraph, then do what this person just does. This is a quick one-question survey. Really wasn't a question. It was a statement. And, the, and she gave three answers to this statement. It's not really a survey. Because she asked the question and answered the question and didn't give anybody a chance to put their two cents in, and it's pretty narrow in scope. Piss poor. Piss poor. The statement is a trans women are women. She gives the reader three choices. I agree, I disagree entirely, or I don't fully agree. Now, people are entitled to their opinions. I don't. I am a firm believer that you cannot force someone to change their ideals. They have to change it. You can't change it for them. You cannot sit there and beat sense into a rock. It's not going to become an ooze or molten because you're beating it with a stick. It's going to still be a doggone rock. Just the same with people. You will attract more flies with honey than you will vinegar. Now, she wrote this out. I agree. And then tells you to go down below. And if you answered A, please read on. B, I disagree entirely. 
followed by trans women or entitled men invading women's spaces and pose a serious threat to impose a threat to women. If you've answered B, please click here. Then there's C. I don't fully agree. While I understand some men are very feminine and choose to dress and act as women, they're still biologically men. I can humor them on pronouns, but that doesn't magically turn them into women. If you answer C, please click here. Now, these are this little quick three shot survey. flies directly in face of what she already put up above. Because when you start to read these and you click on the answers down below, you're not met with a kind response. I know people who don't agree entirely because they don't have the evidence yet. And there's so much media spin on it that it's hard for a person to actually gain a good opinion of what's going on or what is being said. And it's difficult for them to navigate. So they're trying to figure out themselves. But what this person did is went from saying we need to practice humility, solidarity, and acceptance. She tells you to click B. So if we click B, we're directed to a whole new page. Now, I've had a pleasure of writing for Q-U-O-R-A.com, uh, Cura, as I massacre it every time. Um, and I've answered a lot of questions there. And she wrote like this was actually on there. And it, it's interesting. I mean, she's done a fantastic job with it. it is, it's interesting. We'll give it that much. So she replies to this question that she answers. And she paints everybody that says, I disagree entirely, with a huge paintbrush. I mean, it's gigantic. And she says, okay, here's the thing. You're a turf. Full stop. I don't mean that as a slur. The fuck you don't. It's a slur. Don't be stupid. She didn't say that. That's me commenting on what she said. I don't mean it as a slur. I just mean that you're a trans, exclusionary, radical feminist. And I'm a trans woman. Turf is a slur. It really is. Yes, there are women out there who don't agree with the trans um, diagnosis. They don't agree with trans being in their spaces. And, you know, that's their right. They don't have to. What I don't like about a TERF is, and I'll say the word TERF, because it is it is a slur, and it's meant as a slur. And if you're going to say it, you're meaning it as a slur. So I'll say it. You're a TERF. I'm not trying to hide it. You're a trans radical you're a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And they create their own cross to bear, just the same as this person is creating a cross to bear. Just the same as a lot of trans community creates a cross to bear instead of building bridges. 
We, then she goes on and says, we will not agree on much. You will probably hate my stories. So, honey, let's do each other a favor. Skip my article. Go read your favorite Jermaine Greer Invictive. And let's leave it at each other be. Now, not only did we start out where we said, let's, let's practice some humility. Let's, you know, try to understand. Let's go and approach this issue in an educated view. She just slapped the living shit out of anybody that may have agreed with that. She not only called them what they might not have been, might have been somebody who just doesn't understand or has been fed so much bullshit from the media that their view of trans women and trans men is so screwed up. But this person just beat them over the head and called them what they were. It doesn't really work. And I, there was a lot of uh, responses. And I think the first person said it really quick. Trans activists are hurting their own cause by calling women TERFs. TERFs and other slurs against gender-critical folks are absolutely... Duh. Creating a wedge between, the, between natals, meaning people who are cisgendered, and the trans. The lack of respect trans showed to natals when using the word turf and similar phrases will only delay the inclusion. Duh. And I... I I really looked at this and thought, she hit it right on. And, and the first thing, you were telling people that, you know, you, you have to show humility. And she's wanting everything, but then the next thing she does is she beats people over the head with her opinion. And I found that to be extremely insulting. And it flew exactly in what she said she wanted to do. We're all learning. Let's practice humility, solidarity, and acceptance. Let's learn from one another. But you just shut the door in their face. How are they to learn? Makes no sense. And I was really quite upset with it. And then I came to the next one. I don't fully agree. Well, I understand some men are very feminine and choose to choose to dress and act as women. They're not biological, but they are still biologically men. I can humor them on pronouns, but it doesn't mag magically turn them into women. You know, she wrote a really good question here, and then she followed it up with a answer that was even better than the question. There are people out there who do feel like this, and they have a right. Because in some ways, they are correct. But because the way she's written the first one, B, and then she's written C, you knew that this was not anything but another attack on people. But I went down, and I went, all right. 
let's take a look at what her answer is. And she, she went in for another beating on people. And I just kind of went, why? Why are you doing this? Because it, it, it automatically makes the person think that because they didn't answer A, that they're stupid on this one. And so she goes into the whole thing of the gingerbread person telling them where the gender is at, where the orient, sexual orientation at, and where sex is at. And, and I just went, ugh. Yeah, you know, you you you're basically telling people that they have to go back to A or they have it wrong. There's no if ands buts, there's no gray area in her thing. And there's no way for a person just to disagree because they don't understand. You either disagree because of one of her two reasons. And she attacks the people for disagreeing. And I thought this was really a horrible way to write this. In fact, it turned me off so much that I had to reread this three times just to make sure that I was not writing something into it that was not there. Not creating a burden for myself to wear. Because I, you know... You sit there and you hope and pray that you're going to come across an intelligent article. And it isn't always there. I mean, I've read them from both, you know, people who do not care for trans people. I've cared, I, I've read it from doctors who don't understand. I've even read it from trans people who just, you just look and you shake your head. And this article I am looking at and shaking my head, you know. Love me, love me, smack! You're doing it wrong. It's not going to solve any problems. And they, and then she went to uh, the women's circle. And I'm putting up quotes for you. Uh, and I really, oh, I just looked at this and went, why in the hell did you write it this way? Because I know that there, like the church I grew up in, which was Mormons, there were women's things and there were men's things. Now, I'm trans. I really wouldn't have been welcome in either one. But if I was to go to one, I would have learned things that women learn in those things. But... She assumes that these are areas where women, you know, might be, oh, it really is just, you just kind of go, right, I can't explain her thinking, I really shouldn't try, because it just, I, I just shook my head and went, why did I read this? When we come back, we're going to try and approach this section of her article. But I'm not going to promise it's going to be very positive because it just isn't. I, I, I really...
I really just shook my head. It really was another attack on everybody that didn't agree with her A question, her A answer. So go get a drink, come on back, and uh, let's see where we go with this. Translator. <laughs>